Welcome back. Welcome back to CTC. I am your gracious host, Carl, and I'm here just for a quick little episode. I got home from work late, so I, I, I got to get y'all a Tuesday uh, episode, though. You know what I'm saying? I got to get y'all a preview for Tuesday's games, tomorrow's games. I know we got the NBA coming back. I know we got some, I mean, some, uh, I think we got postseason baseball game seven, but I got to get you these college football previews. But before I do that, I would like to ask for you to like, comment, subscribe. You know, it helps the channel. It helps us grow, share the videos, share all the content, um, not just from CTC, but from the main show featuring Joe, Tomo, and Dave. Um, from this show, CTC, giving you college football and basketball. From BWT, Baseball with Teddy, obviously giving you baseball. FFC, Fantasy Football with Coach Coombs, giving you fantasy football news, updates, who to start, who to bench, uh, heroes, busts, things of that nature. The Joe Jordan Show. Um, I don't remember if he said this on the show or not, so I'm going to just keep what I heard I don't know if I heard it in the chat or on the show. So I'm going to just keep what I heard and save it. But Joe's having a special episode for the NBA tomorrow. Then we got the doghouse, Dave's doghouse, where he makes dogs and he puts dogs in the doghouse. So if you got a nominee for a dog or if you want to put somebody in a doghouse, watch the Dave's dog show, become a member, give us a suggestion, do things like that, man. Um, so... Like I said, man, leave a like, comment, subscribe. It helps with the channel. It helps us grow, uh, and it helps deliver better content. So, with that being said, shout out Joe. Uh, my name. So my name is Snippet because this is just a short episode. It's like a snippet into my preview for the rest of the week. So I just thought it was a little funny name there. Call myself Snippet for the day because this episode should be no longer than 10, 15 minutes. Like I said, got home from work late. You know, life happens. You know, still got to pay the bills. So uh, let's get into poll talk, poll talk. And y'all know, if you've been watching this show this last few weeks, I am one happy camper when it comes to the polls this week. The polls this week have JMU ranked finally at 25. I've been calling for JMU to be ranked for almost two weeks now. And the NCAA AP polls finally listen. They come in at 25. I'm excited. I'm happy to see a Sunbelt team, let alone an undefeated Sunbelt team there at 25. It's a long time coming. Uh, the top five, to my surprise, did stay the same. Didn't mean to rhyme on purpose. But it did stay the same. Georgia at one. Michigan at two. Ohio State at three. Florida State at four. I was not surprised there. I figured the top four would stay the same. Now, five is where I thought there would be a change because Washington, <laughs> appreciate it, because Washington, Washington barely escaped at home against Arizona State, won the game 15-7. to seven. I thought because of the difficulty of that game, they may drop them. Um, Oklahoma, however, did struggle to win against UCF at home as well, so I guess that factored into the fact that they wouldn't drop Washington. I thought both of them would drop. I honestly thought they would take the chance to raise Alabama. But Alabama got a raise. I said top eight. They got nine, so I was one off. I knew they'd be in the top ten. I thought Ole Miss would be in the top ten, but they raised up one from 13 to 12. Um, Texas jumps to seven from eight. I, 
another team that struggled, but they struggled to win on the road. But with Texas, Quinn Ewers will miss significant time due to a grade two AC sprain. So Texas playoffs hopes might be dashed. Um, it's Arch. Arch should be next in line, but freshman, true freshman, thrown in the fire this late into the season. I don't know. This is where we see where uh, it should be again. It should be Arch Manning. So if I, we got to wait and see, but it should be Arch. And if it is Arch, this is where we see what he's made of. Um, Nine, no, excuse me, eight, Oregon. Oregon was the one that had the dominant game. I thought Oregon would probably jump Texas, probably maybe jump Oklahoma. Because at home, yeah, the final score was 38 to 24, but Washington State scored a garbage touchdown and a garbage two-point conversion to cut it from 22 to 14. So I thought Oregon would jump them both to jump at six, but they kept them at, I mean, they moved them only up one spot to eight. Alabama, like I said, is at nine. Um, not surprised there. Thought they'd be at eight, but not surprised at nine. Penn State drops from seven to ten. Not not, not a huge fall. I didn't expect them to drop that much. I know the offense did not look great, but defensively they looked fantastic. And they lost to third-ranked Ohio State. So got to keep that in mind. We go to 11, Oregon State, 6-1. and one. They move up a spot. Ole Miss, like I said, moves up a spot from 13 to 12. Um, Utah moves up from 14 to 13 after beating Caleb Williams in SC. Notre Dame jumps up to 14. I think they had a bye week, if I'm not mistaken. LSU is at 15, uh, moving up four spots after dominating Army 62 to nothing. Uh, Mizzou jumps up four spots to 16 uh, after beating my South Carolina boys to death. Uh, they they really beat us. They dominated us. Uh, UNC drops from 10 to 17 after blowing the game at home against UVA. Honestly, I thought they might drop even lower because it's such a bad loss at home. UVA was one in five coming into that game. Uh, honestly, I didn't see it coming. I'm pretty sure the whole college world didn't see it coming. Thought they might drop lower. Louisville is at 18. They move up three spots. Air Force to 19, a group of five conference school, cracks the top 20 Mountain West school. Shout out to Air Force. Looking like the favorite. I know I said Fresno State. Hey, look, I'm going to be right. I'm going to be wrong. Air Force is now looking like the favorite to win the Mountain West. Duke drops from 16 to 20. Um, Lose to, to a top five school in Florida State. You lose your quarterback in the third quarter, Riley Leonard, which uh, they got another tough game against Louisville coming up. So, Riley Leonard, get well soon. Uh, your team needs you. But at the same time, if you can't go, you can't go. It just is what it is. This is just football. 21, we have Tennessee after dropping the game to Bama. 22, we have Tulane, who escaped Texas, I mean, North Texas. They move up one spot. They were up 21. Texas, North Texas came roaring back. Tulane gets the dub. UCLA move up two spots. Uh, can't remember who they played. SC drops from 18 to 24, and JMU gets in at 25. Honestly, I have no problems with the top 25 this week. None at all. Florida's on the outside looking in. Fine with me. Liberty's on the outside looking in. Fine with me. K-State was actually third for 25th place votes. Fine with me. 
Um, I guess the only quarrel I have is that Oklahoma State has been balling. I would have probably had more votes for Oklahoma State than maybe Liberty. Nah. Nah, Liberty. Liberty's undefeated. Liberty's been dominating. I mean, they didn't dominate against Mid-Tennessee State, but still won the game. Um, I would have more votes for Ohio, Oklahoma State than Kansas State, who they did beat uh, head up. Um, maybe even Fresno State. Don't know if Mikey Keene is back there. Um, Miami, I would I would have more votes for Miami. They're hotter than Miami right now. So so that's my only my only gripe is from the amount of votes Oklahoma State got to be in the top twenty five. Small minute gripe. Um, moving on, we have our two previews for today. We're just going to do the Tuesday game preview so I can get an episode out for y'all for Tuesday. Um, we got our first game, New Mexico State at Louisiana Tech. And as you can see, I was playing around with the program, and I found a way to have a ticker. And we have the ticker, and we have the favorite in the point spread now for our previews. So we got New Mexico State at Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech favorite by two and a half points. We got the preview for that. So if you're new to this show, the way I do my previews, I get five keys for each team on how to win the game or five keys that could win them the game. And then I pick my winner. So I start always with the visiting team. So with New Mexico State, Diego Pavea continued to be dynamic. He made major performances last week. I think he had 97 on the ground, 107 through the air. Touchdowns on the ground, so two through that ground, two through the air, so just continue to be dynamic. New Mexico State in general has to run the ball, run, run, and run. Louisiana Tech allows 198.9 yards per game on the ground. Get Jack, get the Jack Turner, get to the quarterback, man. New Mexico State on the season so far has 19 sacks. Stop Smoke Harris and Cyrus Allen, the top two wide receivers. I always said Smoke Harris is one of the most dangerous people in college with the ball in his hand in open space. Got to find a way to stop them and contain them. And have to stop Tyree Shelton, their running back, who's actually been a big part of getting Louisiana Tech to try to get on track. Um, Louisiana Tech has been games due to, been in games due to Tyree Shelton. Have to stop him. Um, four, Louisiana Tech. You have to uh, – don't allow Pavea to go crazy on the ground. Um, a lot of the things that New Mexico State can do is opened up by the fact that Pavea does get going on the ground. Again, the game against UMass, I keep referencing it, they could not get Pavea going for real. They couldn't get him going on the ground. UMass was disrupting a lot of stuff. Uh, that's the way to get to New Mexico State. Um, established Tyree Shelton. Like I said, he's been a big part of trying to get this Louisiana Tech team on track. Um, run to set up the pass. They got to establish Shelton to allow people like Cyrus Allen, like Maxwell, like Smoke Harris to get open or to get one-on-one opportunities. Um, Jack Turner, no interceptions. He has five on the year. He has five touchdowns to five picks. Got to play flawless football. Can't give a team back that loves to run the ball, the ball, especially in short fields. Um, and especially and especially that you can't stop the run. And finally, I have I have uh, find a way to stop the run because not only do you give up 198.9 yards a game, New Mexico State averages 203.4 yards per game on the ground. So they average five more yards than y'all give up. So with that being said, though, however, I think this is a perfect upset uh, as far as the books go. 
I'm going with New Mexico State. I think they're the better team. I think they're the hotter team. And I think the fact that Louisiana Tech's weakness is running the football, which is New Mexico State's strength, it just bodes for disaster, especially when you have a quarterback that dynamic as Diego Pavea, who can use his legs. He he, has, he runs desire runs. He scrambles. And it's, it's going to be so hard for them to try to stop the run that it opens up so much more for New Mexico State. And I don't think Louisiana Tech can stop this team. So I'm going to go with New Mexico State to beat Louisiana Tech on the road, uh, plus two and a half. Um, and my second game, which I forgot to check a winner. I'll do that right now. My second game I got for y'all today, I mean, for Tuesday. Oh, by the way, you can catch the New Mexico State uh, Louisiana Tech game Tuesday, 7 o'clock on CBSN, CBS Sports Network. Now, our second and last game for the video, we have Liberty favored by four and a half points at Western Kentucky. Preview, another uh, Conference USA game, Tuesday night, 7.30 on ESPNU. Uh, we have Liberty, Caden Salter, continue to make good decisions. I think he's been playing phenomenally. I think he's been making good decisions with the football. Last week, a couple of people had a little bit of fumbleitis, but I think Caden Salter has been the consistent, uh, the straight and narrow and the consistent player for this team. Uh, last two games, finished drives. So they finished their drives against Middle Tennessee State. They finished their got drives against Jack State, who got the upset against Western Kentucky last week. So I think if they can continue to sustain drives and finish them and score touchdowns, be a long night for Western Kentucky. Get to Austin Reed and force an interception. Liberty's defense has 15 interceptions on a year. Um, I'm a, I, I'm pretty sure when I fact check that, that's what I saw. And it sounds crazy. That's why I'm re-fact checking myself. Because 15 interceptions is nuts for seven and old team. That means they average two, two, a little over two interceptions a game, which I know you're saying like a little over two. I was like, that's just how averages work. I'm sorry, that's just how it works. But they average a little bit over two interceptions a game, which is incredible. Uh, not only for a group of five school, but for any school in general to average over two and a half interceptions. Um, so have to get to this guy and force him to throw interceptions. Yep, they have 15 interceptions on the year. So, incredible by the Liberty defense. Uh, feed Quentin Cooley, because Western Kentucky allows 203.7 yards per game on the ground. Got to feed the running backs. Got to feed uh, Billy Lucas, uh, Aaron Beggar, even allow Caden Salter to run. They run the options. I mean, this is all from – the Coastal Carolina and Jamie Chadwell playbook. Jamie Chadwell coming over from Coastal. So just run the football. And my last key for Liberty is key in on Malachi Conley. He has 43 catches. Well, he leads Western Kentucky with 43 catches, 585 yards and five tuds. So got to key in on him on the defensive end. Shout out. Shout out my boy, Teddy. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, shout out, man. Shout out Pop Douglas, man. Shout out. Tied out to all the group of five schools, all the group of five school players that's playing. Hey, if you're talented, they'll find you. But moving on, we got Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky, they got to finish. I mean, they got to flush that second half shutout against Jack State. Shut out the second half, like I said, against Jack State on the road. Got to flush it. You're at home. You just got to forget about it. Don't allow Caden Salter to run. He has, this is the quarterback, mind you, 85 carries. 497 yards and six tuds on the ground. Can't allow him to run. He just does damage on the ground. You got to make him beat you through the air, which he does damage through the air too. So it's pick your poison, but you don't want him to do his damage 
both. You'll rather, hey, look, you choose one. You don't want to get killed by both. Uh, have to establish a run to help Austin Reed. I know Western Kentucky has had problems establishing a run. They've been looking for a running back, a consistent running back. They've tried Erwin uh, Poindexter. They've tried with LJ Sanders or LT Sanders. I believe it's LJ Sanders. Um, Marquise Stepp. They've been trying to rotate guys to find a consistent guy. Um, they've been having trouble to find a run, and honestly, it's been kind of hurting Western Kentucky sitting at four and three. Um, have to stop quitting Cooley and Billy Lucas again. They uh, allow 203.7 yards per game on the ground. Quentin, uh, and these running backs, they're nothing to be played with. This is LT Sanders. Uh, these running backs are nothing to be played with. Liberty averages 274.6 yards a game on the ground. So you got to find a way to stop them and make Liberty settle for field goals. Um, and they have to get off the field because Western Kentucky is 96 in third down defense. The uh, teams average a 42% third down conversion completion, I mean, conversion percentage against them on third down. So they have to find a way to get off the field on third down. Can't let Liberty keep converting third downs to extend drives that leads to touchdowns. Got to find a way off the field or it's going to be a long night. And with that being said, I'm going to take Liberty in this game. I think Liberty wins it. Best team in the uh, Conference USA. I almost said something, bro. Best team in Conference USA. Um been playing like it all year, had had a hiccup, which wasn't a real hiccup because they won the game, but had a, a slight hiccup against Sam Houston State, corrected it ever since, and they've been rolling. So I, I'm going to go with Liberty. I'm going to go with undefeated Liberty to get the road W. But that's all I got for y'all today. Again, another quick episode for y'all, hence the name Snippet. Uh, I will be back hopefully tomorrow, if works allows, to give y'all an episode to where I finish the rest of of the weekday um we have two games wednesday we have two games thursday and we have one on friday try to get that for y'all tomorrow so y'all stay tuned i don't know what time i'm gonna be able to go live because you know life and work happens so with that being said that's like i said short episode today enjoy the games tomorrow enjoy the nba tomorrow you know what i'm saying i I know this is ctc a college show but the nba is back i know a lot of y'all watch college We, we diversify our sports here so I like I'm I got college football and college basketball. So I, I gotta watch I watch a little NBA until college basketball start because hey, they come from the collegiate league, the collegiate game. But again, it's all I got for y'all today. And until tomorrow, peace. Thank you for staying to the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe. And also hit that notification button so you can be notified next time we put out a video. If you're listening on any podcast platform, subscribe and hit that notification button, y'all, so you can be notified we put out another podcast audio. And last but not least, hit that share button. No matter what you're listening to or, or watching it, hit that share button and send it to somebody that you know that would love to watch this episode you just listened to. So once again, thank you for staying to the end, and we'll see y'all the next episode.